Okay, so now we're going to be talking about is the book of Enoch false? Okay, the book of Enoch isn't sacred. That is to say, it isn't part of the inspired scripture. Rather, it is part of the group of books known as the pseudofigura, which means false writings. According to Nelson's Illustrated Bible Dictionary, the pseudofigura are a collection of Jewish books containing various forms of literature using names of famous people in Israel's history for the titles of the books. The real authors are unknown. Such as such names as Ezra, Burak, Enoch, Solomon, Moses, and Adam are used to add authority to the writings. 1986 article, Pseudo Pigura. In addition to using a pseudonym, the first chapter of the Book of Enoch also makes use of a famous statement made by the real Enoch, who lived a millennia before the oldest known copies of the Book of Enoch came into existence. A similar, albeit not exact, quotation of Enoch exists in the New Testament, Book of Jude, in verses 14 to 15. We have no doubt that the real Enoch of Genesis 5 spoke these words and that they had been passed on by tradition from his time. However, the commonality of Jude 14 to 15 when first, with First Enoch chapter 1, verse 9 does not make the rest of the pseudofigural Book of Enoch God-inspired any more than Paul's brief quotations of Atreus, Acts chapter 17, verse 28, and Epimendes, Titus chapter 1, verse 12, would sanctify the entirety of those authors' words. When holding the book of Enoch up to the scriptures cannot be broken, test John chapter 10, verse 35, we find that a major theme in the first Enoch of sinful angels taking human wives. Example, First Enoch chapter 6, verse 2, chapter 7, verse 1, chapter 12, verse 4, chapter 106, verse 14, is in direct contradiction to the words, to the words of the word Jesus Christ who created all things, visible and invisible, and knows how they function. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, compares Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13, and Matthew chapter 22, verse verses 29 to 30. Jesus said, You are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. They neither marry nor are given in marriage, like the angels. See also Mark chapter 12, verses 24 to 25. Luke chapter 20, verses 34 to 36. This rebuttal of a major theme of First Enoch by the Creator himself indicates that the word that was and is God clearly did not consider those stories in the book of Enoch to be truthful. God-inspired scriptures. It is also moves those Enochic stories into the realm of empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elements of spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. In other words, they were demon-inspired. Okay, Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. The unhealthy fascination with an exaltation of angels throughout the book also stands in contrast to the message of Colossians chapter 2, verses 18 and 19, Revelations chapter 19, verse 10. The stories of Enoch's ascent into heaven, first Enoch chapter 71, verses 1 to 5, contradicts Jesus' words in John chapter 3, verse 13, and the tales of an actively conscious afterlife of Enoch and others prior to the resurrection. Example, 1 Enoch chapter 70, verses 3 to 4, chapter 65, verses 2 to 5, chapter 22, verses 7 to 13, 
are in conflict with Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 5 and 10, Job chapter 14, verse 14, Hebrews chapter 11, verses um, 13, um, 39 to 40, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. A simple example of an economic fallacy that very few would sincerely assert as an indisputable God-inspired fact is the description of Noah's as a newborn baby in which his form and appearance are not like the form of human beings and his eyes are like the rays of the sun which made the whole house bright and he stood up from the hands of the midwife he opened his mouth and praised the Lord eternity. First Enoch, what? First Enoch, chapter 106, verses 10 to 11. And verses, um, all right. First Enoch, chapter 106, verses 10, 11, and 18. First Enoch, chapter 107, verse 3. In summary, when it comes to falsely attributed writings like the pseudopigraphic, book of Enoch do not be easily shaken by any kind of spirit or message or letter allegedly from us second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 2 all right and you have um, Galatians chapter 1 verse 8 also do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines for it is good that the heart be established by grace not with foods which have been not which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 9. So as we can plainly see, okay, the book of Enoch is false, okay? All right, this, this stuff is just complete garbage. After I just read about Noah, yeah, this book is garbage. All right. It is just uh, a fallacy. And um, I'll show you something else right here about someone who used to, that uh, gives her um, experience reading the Book of Enoch. One second. Here we go. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Enoch is totally in the Bible. Enoch is a biblical person in the Bible, but um, Enoch never wrote a book because Enoch was never made into the angel Metatron, which is what Jewish mysticism or Kabbalah teaches. And so that's why the book of Enoch is a Kabbalistic text because Kabbalah teaches that Enoch was, you know, after he was translated into heaven, Kabbalah teaches that he uh, became Metatron, which is like the basically the scribe angel. Um, and he didn't. Yeah, no, that's that is from Jewish folklore. That is from Jewish mysticism. Metatron is a Jewish angel and is not mentioned in the Old Testament or in the New Testament. And um, Metatron is a demon. So I just want to clarify that. So Enoch never wrote a book, but Metatron did. The, the scribe angel, angel, 
demon. <laughs> so yeah, no, no worries. Enoch is totes my goats, very biblical, but he never became the angel Metatron, which um, when people read the book of Enoch, they don't realize that they're reading a capitalist text because, you know, Metatron was like, look, I'm Enoch and he's, he's not. So, um, I hope, I hope that helps anyway. Yeah. Don't let Jewish mysticism muddy the waters of Christianity. Yeah, that, that basically is, um, <laughs> the, here, here's something else. Here's something else. I'll uh, play another, a, uh, another clip. Play a little bit of this. Hold on one second. Let's get into it right here. You know, when I was a New Age heretic, I was very confused about the angels and I didn't have a biblical worldview because I hadn't read the whole Bible and I've repented for that. Uh, Metatron, who is not in the canonical Bible at all, who comes from rabbinical kind of myths and stories and in the Kabbalah, the mystical Judaism, uh, he was someone that I thought that I was really channeling. And you can see here are the cards that I made. Uh, I wrote supposed messages from him in these cards, and here you go. This is Metatron. This 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 is the person in the, in the uh, this is the person that's in the uh, Book of Enoch. Okay, tarot cards. Okay, on books again. I'm completely renouncing this work. Um, Metatron, as we're going to find out today, who he is is spiritually dangerous. So I'm so grateful that the renowned Dr. German who teaches all types of biblical studies at different seminaries and universities is here with us. It's such an honor. Thank you, Dr. German, for your time today. Shalom, dear Doreen and all of you friends. It's a great pleasure to see and to be here and to, to share from scripture about a very important topic, which many people have questioned about some have doubts, but it's very important to discuss this in light of God's word. And that's what we would do with God's help. Amen. Yeah, we have to compare everything to scripture. And that's the canonical Bible, not going to the Apocrypha. I know that uh, Metatron is supposedly the prophet Enoch who ascended. And I think that is even in one of the books of Enoch, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. There are a few important um, pieces of information about Metatron and just see how uh, the origins of the Metatron theology. So um, actually I have a short presentation to share entitled the Metatron heresy tapping into the occult. And I want to begin with the words of Paul that he wrote to the church in Colossa in Colossians chapter two, verse eight, where Paul proclaims See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. And I do believe that we have to heed to the warning of Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit. We see that right in the first century, from the beginning of the first apostolic church, Christians 
have tapped into the occult and primarily because most of them were pagans. They were pagans who worship Satan, who worship false spirits, and they were taken captive into spiritual deception. And that's why Paul had to enlighten them and to encourage them to focus on the Lord and to stick to the gospel. And uh, that's why it's so important to discuss the topic of Metatron in light of this warning, because this warning, friends, is a warning for our days. We live in the end times, and we live before the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, or in Hebrew, Yeshua HaMashiach. And the Lord warned us so many times throughout the Hebrew Bible and the New Testament against false prophets and false teachers. So the topic of Metatron, I think, is, is, um, is an important one to discuss, since if you go to the web, uh, web C, <laughs> we can call it that way, and, and see all, all sorts of teachings that are out there, people get really confused about stuff, about specific question. Who is Metatron? Is it biblical or not biblical? Or some even teach that Jesus Christ is Metatron. Is that true? So we'll see that it's not true at all, and we'll discuss this important question in light of scripture. So we'll start with the ancient Jewish sources. Why, we, why do we start with the ancient Jewish sources? Because in the Bible, there is no Metatron. You don't find anywhere in scripture, neither in the Old Testament or the Hebrew Bible, nor in the New Testament, any mention of any angelic being or spiritual power called Metatron. The Bible doesn't even refer to him even once. So we have references to Metatron in ancient Jewish sources. And there Metatron is presented, or at least at some of those sources, he's presented as the lesser God. So basically the idea of the Metatron gave rise to the theology of the two powers in heaven. The two powers in heaven and interesting Fair use. Interestingly, we find in uh, several Talmudic texts debates among the rabbis. Who is this Metatron? And they had to deal with it in light of uh, actually two theological issues. The first one was the emergence of Christianity. And in light of this, they had to deal with the divinity of Christ, of Yeshua HaMashiach. So that was one issue that they didn't know how to deal with it in light of their, um, of their own version of, uh, monotheist, of uh, the theology of monotheism or the existence of one God. Okay, so to avoid any problems, that's as far as I'm going to go. But you already see for yourself that the book of Enoch is false. All right. I'm not going to force you. Everybody's going to make their own opinion and their own judgments, whether they're going to believe the facts or they're going to believe lies. That's all I have to say. Peace and God bless.